Hello. We are excited that you have decided to join us today via our podcast. There are other ways you can join. You can watch us live on Facebook, YouTube, and Roku under the Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries or on our website at www.mtdm.org. You can also join us in the sanctuary at 401 North Wright Street, Bergaw, North Carolina, 28425, every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you would like to give a donation, you can go to our website and click the donation button at www.mtdm.org. No longer us who live, but it's Christ who lives in us. So God, for that, we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. And you shall be glorified in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to go over another name tonight, and after I go over this name, we will let you guys come up again, once again, and talk to us without your paper, meaning you will talk from the heart. And when you talk from the heart, we know what, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. Now, whatever's in your heart, that's what I want you to bring out of your mouth. I don't want you to try to even think about it. I just want you to open your mouth and flow because whatever's in there, it's going to come out of there. Amen. So we give God glory tonight. I want to talk about another name, which is El Shaddai. El Shaddai. Almighty, all sufficient. Meaning that he's all powerful, having everything you need in every area of your lives. El Shaddai, almighty, all sufficient. He's all powerful, having everything you need in every area of your life. That's what almighty is, meaning he's all powerful, all sufficient, mean he has everything you need in every area of your life. Is that not awesome? Who would not want to know El Shaddai? I don't know about you, but I have to know him on a daily basis. Because if he's almighty, all-powerful, and have everything that I need, then that's the one I need to go to on a daily basis. Let's look at Genesis 17, verse 1. I'm reading out the New King James Version. And it's talking about Abram, which is known today as Abraham. When Abram was 99 years old, that's old, amen, 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God. I am El Shaddai. Walk before me and be blameless. And then verse 2 says, And I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. So God was introducing himself as I am El Shaddai. He was saying I'm the all powerful one. I'm um, all sufficient. And he's saying I have everything you need Abraham. Come on have God introduced himself to you in that way. Let's just take a moment and think about. El Shaddai. Has he been El Shaddai in your life? If you can think back over your life and you can think at what, think on the things that God has done, he has been all sufficient. In every area of your life, when you felt like there was no way out, when you felt like you weren't going to make it, El Shaddai showed up. 
because you would trust in him more than you was trusting your situation. And that's what we have to do. Put all trust in him when everything else fail. We can begin to call on El Shaddai. Why? Because we're in covenant. We have a relationship with him. We should be in fellowship with him. And that's why we shouldn't worry because we should say, God, you've already got it covered. Before this need presented itself, God, you have already made provision for it because you're all powerful. You're all sufficient. And I know sometime in our lives it seemed like it's, it's just not working. Or it seemed like it's not going to work. That's when we give glory to El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one, the all-powerful one. And this is what he was reassuring Abraham of. He wanted Abraham to be reassured of who he is and what he was doing in his life. When we look at Genesis 26, 23 through 24. But before I look at that, look at verse 12 in that same chapter. This is dealing with Isaac. And I want to encourage um, you guys, if you have a mother or a father or someone that's serving the Lord, who is um, in relationship, who's in fellowship with him every day, I want to put before you, he said that he haven't seen the righteous forsaken nor their seed begging bread. So if mom and daddy is serving him, you can be assured that the blessings that's on your mom and daddy is going to flow over to you. Isn't that awesome? And it's proven in the word of God because it says in Genesis 26, this is dealing with Isaac. And we know that Isaac is a part of Abraham because Isaac is that son that Abraham waited 25 years to get from God. And after he got Isaac, we know that Abraham had to offer Isaac up and there's another name there that we're going to go over but in verse 12 it said that then Isaac sold in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him Isaac was blessed through his father Abraham because when God made the covenant with Abraham he didn't only make it with Abraham but he made it with his descendants and guess what we're part of Abraham we're part of Jesus Christ so whatever Jesus have we have meaning that you know God is our heir but being that we have accepted Jesus he's the co-heir right so we are heir of God, a co-heir with Jesus Christ. So everything that Jesus have, we have because God is El Shaddai. He's all powerful. He's omnipotent. He's just everywhere. He's omnipresent. God have everything that we need. So his son sold in that land. Everywhere that Isaac went, the blessings of the Lord was following him. El Shaddai was following him. The all-powerful, the all-sufficient one. And when he sowed, it says he reaped a hundredfold. And look what happened. When you began to reap, when you began to get these benefits because of who you are in God, look what happens. The men began, he began to prosper and continue prospering until he became very prosperous. I'm going to read it again. The man began to prosper and continue prospering until he became very prosperous. God said, you're going to prosper, but ain't going to stop at that. You're going to continue to prosper and then until you become very prosperous. Look, from, from level to level to level. Some, somebody may see you with a new car. God said, I ain't stopping at the new car. Now, I'm not saying to serve God for cars and material things, but God is going to be glorified through those things to let people know who you serve. And the thing is, let's say you're working at McDonald's. 
You working at McDonald's, you're not getting as much as somebody else that's working somewhere else. But you being faithful to God, the next thing they see is you driving up in a new car. God said, I ain't stopping at the new car. He said, I'm going to take you beyond the new car. The next thing you know, you're in a one-bedroom apartment. You done moved out of mama and daddy house into a one-bedroom. God said, I ain't stopping at the one-bedroom. He said, I'm going to put you in a two-story house working at McDonald's. That's when people see the God that you serve as El Shaddai, all-powerful and all-sufficient. Because somebody would say, how in the world do you have all this working at McDonald's? And that's when you begin to introduce them to El Shaddai. I serve an all-powerful, all-sufficient God, a God of more than enough, a God that meets all of my needs. No matter what it is, God meets those needs even before I'm in the need of it because that's who I serve. So he began to sow. And then it said, for he had possessions of flocks and possession of herds and a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. When you begin to prosper, when you begin to become more prosperous, people are going to envy you. People are not going to like you. People are going to hate you. They're going to talk about you. They're going to put you down. So it said the Philistines began to envy him. And then it said, now the Philistines had stopped up all the wells which his father's servants have dug in the days of Abraham, his father, and they had filled them with the earth. But look what happened. And Abimelech said to Isaac, go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. Look how God can put you in a place that people will envy you and don't want you around them because they say you are much mightier than we. So when we serve El Shaddai, God is going to be glorified through us serving him. Then when you go back up and look at verse 23 in that same chapter, it said, Then he went up from there to Beersheba, and the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I'm the God of your father, Abraham. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants for my servant, Abraham's sake. So know that we're blessed, not because of us, but we're blessed because of Jesus. So everything that Jesus have, we have. And if Jesus got it, we already have it. So know that you're serving a God that's all-powerful, all-sufficient, that's going to meet every one of your needs. He didn't stop at Isaac. Remember, it was Abraham, Isaac, and then it was Jacob. So when you look at Genesis 28.3, it says, May God Almighty, the Goel Shaddai, bless you. And make you fruitful and multiply you that you may be an assembly of peoples. So God is going to show himself mighty. He's going to show himself strong. Everywhere that they go, they're going to see God almighty. They're going to see the all sufficient one. They're going to see the all powerful one. They're going to see the one that meets all of their needs. And this is what people supposed to see through us. If we're serving El Shaddai, people should see us prospering they should see that everything our hands touch is blessed and and God is reminding me when 
I was on that job and I started out at one place and God elevated me to another. I started out as a filing clerk and I came in making less money than I was making where I was before. And some people say, you crazy. How are you going to leave one job and you just got a raise and you're going to go on another job and you're going to lose money? It's because God had his hands on me. So when I got to the job, El Shaddai showed himself mighty. He showed himself strong. I think I uh, mentioned it to you before. It was a file room and it was full of files from the floor to the ceiling. That's just how many files. It was all the way around that room. They had people coming up, um, you know, at different times filing those files back. Two and three ladies at a time. So when I took the job as a filing clerk and to work the front desk, taking money and stuff like that from the patients that was coming in or whoever. So I started in that room and I had just started. Within one week, that whole file room was put back together. And let me tell you how El Shaddai is and how God had blessed the works of my hands. The CEO over the whole hospital, when he walked in the office and looked in that file room, he was so amazed, he went to my boss and he said, what happened to those files? As she began to tell him what happened to the files, he told her the next position that opens in this office, I want her in that position. Now, remember how I said the Philistines envied Isaac. They envied him. The very thing that he told her to do, she would not do. She left me as a filing clerk. I did not complain. I still did what I had to do. And each time a position would open, she would not put me in that position. But how many of y'all know you cannot stop God? Then there was a lady that worked at Carver Boats when they were open and they had to move. And she was over the skilled nursing unit, the top floor at the hospital. She had to take care of all the billing in that unit, take care of all the patient's money in that unit. When that opened, y'all guess who got the position? God allowed me to get the position to take care of that whole floor, making sure all of those needs was met. But see, El Shaddai, remember I said here, you'll prosper, but then you'll keep prospering until you become more prosperous, right? So he was taking me up the ladder. So when I stayed in that position and God had his hands on me, when the auditors would come in, you got the CEO, you got the CFO. And so the CFO would have to make sure all the accounts on that floor was right. And if it was something wrong, they had to come to me to say, what's going on with this account? So what she did, she told the auditor, she said, go to her. She don't even have to look at the file. She can tell you the amount of the, what the amount is. She can tell you where it's off at and everything. If it was off a penny, I knew where that penny was. So I didn't have to look at the file. So remember I said, El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one, you'll prosper. You'll continue to prosper until you become very prosperous. So I stayed in that position. Then another position opened as a supervisor over the business office. So that was the position that my boss had. So they're training all of us in that position. And to make a long story short, 
what God did. Remember I said he'll make you very prosperous. So they put me in that position to be trained. But what happened was they end up firing my boss and the CEO, a new CEO, God gave me favor with. He said, I'm going to leave you in this position until the CFO come and whatever she want to do with you, that's what we'll do. When the new CFO came in, she told him, I'm going to leave her in the position, not only leave her in the position, but I'm raising her pay. Come on, somebody. El Shaddai. When you know El Shaddai, you don't have to do nothing but do what you need to do through the ups and downs. You just need to stay where you are because as long as you know El Shaddai, God Almighty, the all-sufficient one, nobody can move you. They may be envious over you, but they can't move you. Matter of fact, she made me supervisor when she saw how God was prospering my hands, the work of my hands. She said, "Uh uh-uh, I'm going to change your title. I'm going to make you director. And when I make you director, you're going to direct the emergency room. You're going to direct the switchboard. You're going to handle all of this business office. Then when they bought the health department, the people in that office, she said, you're going to run that too. She said, but it ain't going to be the end of it. I'm going to up you some more. Come on, somebody. What does God do? He told him, I'm going to prosper you. You're going to continue to be prosperous, but then you're going to be more prosperous so God kept putting me up the ladder and guess what they became more envious over me they tried to take what God has given me but how many know that when God give you something man can't take it because when God is doing a work and God want to be glorified no matter what they try to do they cannot dismiss you until your appointed time so I stayed in that position they wasn't bringing the money in with degrees So the lady that got fired, the new one that they hired, she said, if you bring in $800,000 a month, I'll dance naked on the roof. How many know that my God, El Shaddai, bought in $800,000 a month? And they were shocked because they were saying, how in the world is this getting done? And it couldn't get done before because God was being glorified. So when we serve El Shaddai, and I want to encourage all of y'all in here, no matter what you're doing, I don't care if it's McDonald's, I don't care if it's sweeping a hallway, I don't care if it's cleaning uh, bathrooms, whatever it is, El Shaddai is in you. Begin to call El Shaddai out of you and say, God, you almighty, you all sufficient, you meet all of my needs. God, everything I need, I already have it in you, and you shall be glorified with me sweeping the floor, cleaning the bathroom, flipping burgers. God, you're going to receive the glory. When we see him for who he is, everywhere the soles of our feet shall tread, we shall prosper. Now, El Shaddai didn't stop there, y'all. This is so funny. When I got to the top of the ladder, it got to the point that I said, you know what? I'm tired. I'm I'm tired of trying to uh, prove myself when It's nothing that need to be proven. Your money is coming in. But the only thing they could find was we want somebody with a degree. Now, I had 10 years of experience, could work all of these areas, money coming in, but they had to find a way to get rid of me. So when they got rid of me and I got demoted and my pay got cut to $8 an hour 
from almost $14 an hour way back in what, 2000, the enemy thought he had me. But how many know you serve a mighty God? That you serve El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one. So God said, now I'm going to show myself even mightier. I'm going to show myself even stronger. Because they think because you got demoted, you're going to lose everything that you have. But I'm going to bring you up to the forefront still. God brought me up to the forefront, y'all. And when he brought me up to the forefront and when God molded me and shaped me into his image to bring me off the job to where I am now, I had to leave what the world had to offer and I had to step into faith, trusting him more for what I have. Now check this. El Shaddai, so funny, couldn't get a Cadillac working on a job. When I quit the job and say, God, I'm giving you all of me. I don't want to be a part-time preacher. I want to give you all of me. Then here come the Cadillac. Come on, somebody. El Shaddai shows himself mighty. He shows himself strong. He didn't stop at the Cadillac. See, God kept going and going and going and going and going. Even when the money looked funny, God said, I'm still not stopping because I'm almighty. I'm all powerful. I just need for you to trust me for who I am. So what I'm telling you is don't look at where you are. Don't look at the little. God will take little and God will make it much. God took the little that we had and God made it much. And that's why we have to trust El Shaddai more than we trust money. You see more people asking, how much you going to give me if I work here? Come on, you can't even keep $5. You got to be faithful over little. I'll never forget this with Jolly Green Giant sitting back there. Never forget it. My baby got him a job, y'all. He was working for this company. He was bringing in some money, good money every week. My baby was smiling. He was saying how much money he was bringing in, doing good. Riding with a person that he had to tell the one that was training him what wasn't right. He knew more than the one that was training him. So I always told Jeremy, Jeremy, just stay humble. Don't, don't, don't make them feel bad because you know, because that, that'll make them matter, right? Oh, yeah, it made them matter. Because the moment that my son was going to get hired, they fired him. And I remember my son called me that day. And I remember encouraging Jeremy to let him know, when one door closed, baby, God is going to open another one. But God is working on you. And let me tell y'all something. It was a little bit in between those times. But God gave this song to me to give Jeremy. He's turning around in your favor. He's turning it around in your favor. Because see, God said he haven't seen the righteous. For I said, wait a minute, that's my seed. And you said you haven't seen the righteous forsaken, nor my seed begging bread. My son ain't going to beg bread. My son is going to have a job. And guess what? He did have a job. And the very enemy that put him down. Y'all, this is the funny part. I didn't know who she was. She come in this very church. And I'm in up ministering to the one that got my son fired. Ain't else should I good. 
You don't know who you're going to need. God is always your present help in your time of trouble. Though it look like it's not working on your behalf, I double dog dare you to say, El Shaddai. Come on, just bring him out, all-sufficient, all-powerful one. You meet every one of my needs. Even when my bank account may only show up $5, you all should die. So the only thing you have to do is to tell me where to go, when to go, and how to get there, and the need is already met. Because he's El Shaddai. Quit looking at all the money and look to El Shaddai. When you look to him, he'll lay it at your feet. He'll bring it to your house. Because you trust in him. Oh, he's just so good, isn't he? Exodus 6 verses 1 through verse 3. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand he will let them go, and with a strong hand he will drive them out of this land, out of his land. And God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and Jacob as God Almighty. But by my name, Lord, I was not known to them. So God said, I appeared to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. As God Almighty, as El Shaddai. And the last scripture is John 15, 5. I'm the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you could do nothing. See what El Shaddai is going to do, the all-sufficient one, the all-powerful one. Through him, through you getting nourishment through him. And the reason why... He's, he's El Shaddai because he's the breasted one. He's just like a woman that's giving nourishment to her child through her breast. Meaning that as long as that child is attached to that breast, that child is going to have all the nourishment that that child needs. Even in the midst of a famine, that child is still going to eat as long as that child hang on to that breast. Because he is El Shaddai. He is divine. We are the branches. And without his nourishment, we could do nothing. Let's give God glory for El Shaddai. Amen. Now. Please take five minutes, you can go less, and let's just move forward, and who want to go first? Come on, Willie Will, run. Come on, Willie, El Shaddai. talked about um, discipleship went over discipleship uh, a disciple is a learner and a follower of Jesus Christ um, and John 13 John 13 uh, 35 Jesus taught his disciples that uh, all men shall know that you are my disciples if you love one another so he was te- teaching them how to love one another in John 13 5 uh, also, we talked about um, we talked about the names of God, and we know that in Genesis one one, God was known as uh, God the Creator. He created all things. 
Also, another name of God was uh, El Elyon in uh, Genesis 14:22. He was known as El Elyon. Also, we talked about um, we talked about uh, how do we know that uh, that God know who is God, and we know that God is self-existent. Revelation 23. I'm sorry, Revelation 22:13. Jesus said that I am Alpha, Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And also we talked about um, how do we know that God is real. And we know that God is real because in Genesis 9-11, God made a covenant with Noah and told Noah that, that he would uh, put a rainbow in the sky. And that rainbow would be a covenant between him and Noah that he would never flood the earth again. And we know that God said it, and at certain times uh, we can see that, you know, plainly. And also, we talked about um, we talked about defending your faith. That if anyone should come to you and want to have a conversation with you about defending your faith, uh, we know that we should always defend our faith according to the Word of God. Uh, Jude one three teaches us that that uh, we should just stay on course with the Word of God. Uh, and uh, never try to give somebody your opinion, but always give that person or whoever that you're having that conversation with the uh, word of God. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Um, we learned about um, what is a, a disciple. A disciple is a, a learner of Christ, a follower of Christ, one taught by the Lord, a pupil, a student. Um, we were taught um, who, who is God. He is the self-existent one. He is the creator. Nobody created him. He just was. The Bible says in Genesis that um, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, Genesis 1-1. The Bible also says that, he says that I am the first. I am the last. And there is no other God according to Isaiah 44-6. We also learned um, how do we know that God exists. The Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Those that come to him must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. I know that God exists for myself according to his word, but also because I would not be standing here today and in my sound and right mind. And so I give God glory that I could have clear thinking on today, that I don't have to be tormented in my mind that I'm not, you know, dead, that I'm not in jail, that I didn't kill anybody. So I thank God for him being, you know, how do I know he exists? That's how I know he exists. And the Bible says that um, we should not put him in the same category as man because he's not man. The Bible says that he is not a man, that he should lie, 
neither the son of man that he should repent have he said and shall he not do it or have he spoken and shall he not make it good he's gonna make his word good amen and then um we talked about um holy spirit okay defending wait a minute give me a minute praise jesus <laughs> praise jesus okay we talked about discipleship um who god is how do i know he exists we talked about um defending the faith the bible says that um we should stand up for um when the gospel is being assaulted and when it is being attacked we should stand firmly on the word we should contend earnestly we should fight because the bible says that um it was delivered unto us by the saints so we have to contend and stand for the word of god amen and then um we talked about um elohim he is the creator nobody else created us he says that he's the god of all flesh and is anything too hard for him amen and then um he said that he is the el elion he is the most high there's no other god higher than him amen i always tell my people that i'm working with i say you know what you may be doing you know crack or you may be doing meth or you may be doing fentanyl but i'm telling you it cannot match the el elion he is the most high god and everything and everyone has to submit to him amen and i give god glory um um was it um the el elion the most high god yes i give god glory for it amen What I learned, um, first of starting discipleship. Disciple is a learner, follows Jesus Christ. And what I get out of this, um, a learner, that means to be taught. And the followers, like, to me, is like being a duplicate of someone else. We want to be like Jesus. And then we talked about um, who God was, who is God. And God is self-existence, and he's here before anything was. You can find that in um, Psalms 9, verse 2. And we went over um, defending your faith. You know, sometimes with... Um, People ask you, what, why do you believe what you believe? We could look at them like a deer in hell, like, like what are they talking about? But we got to um, defend our faith and know what we're talking about so we can win souls as well because if we can't explain why we do things we would do, they won't be able to learn anything. And then we talked about, um, um, we talked about, um, um, about the answer of food, things of that nature, how, you know, sometimes when people talk with nonsense, we'll just say, well, I let my nay be nay, my yay be yay, and not say anything, but that's not the right thing to do because by you letting them speak, they're thinking they're, they're right and you're wrong. So we got to defend our faith and we got to tell them the truth what the Word of God says. And, I said, uh, and then we talked about um, um, how um, God's a creator, uh, El, Elohim. Uh, in Genesis 1.29, he gave us every bearing seed and every plant upon the face of the earth and create what I got out of that how when God made something out of nothing 
it reminds me, like, for example, what do you see in my hand? That's what he had to work with. That's amazing, isn't it? He made something out of nothing. And they went over El El Yon, the uh, Most High God. What I got out of that in uh, First Kings 18 when, uh, when they was um, worshiping Baal, and they was, uh, so Elijah was telling them to uh, get the bowl and prepare an altar, you know, and worship, see who, answered, who God answered first. So they start that morning, and they worshiped noon, and they didn't hear anything. So they started to cut themselves. So then uh, Elijah, he took over. So he prepared the bowling, got everything set up. He had to pour water on it three times, and it was even running out of the trough. But he called on his God. Uh, fire came down, consumed the water and everything up. So that tells you who's God. Amen. What I got out of discipleship class was um, a, what a disciple was, which is a learner, a follower of Jesus Christ. Um, in Hebrews eleven six, it says um, uh, we have to believe that God exists, and uh, we have to we have to know that and stand on it. Um, we also learn who God is. God is um, He is. Uh, his, he's self-existent. Um, there's no other God. He's um, creator of all things. Um, we know that um, he exists because the heavens declares it in um, Psalms 19 and 1. We uh, talked about uh, who God isn't. And God is not man. And you can read that in uh, Numbers. <laughs> 20, uh, is it 23, 19? Is it? That's right. <laughs> Numbers twenty three nineteen, and um, we learned about defending our faith, and uh, you can find that in First Peter three fifteen. Um, it says uh, that we um, must defend our faith, and come uh, on, Holy Spirit, um, to uh, we got to be ready to uh, defend our faith against every man, um, even fools and um, unbelievers. And um, we have to defend them with meekness and fear. Um, an unbeliever is a person that rejects God and does not uh, have God as their um, Savior, their Lord and Savior. And a fool is a senseless and stupid person. Um, we shouldn't answer a fool. Oh, also a fool is a, um, a fool says there is no God. And we must answer, um, answer not, um, answer not a fool according to his folly. Else we too would be a fool. Um, and we have to answer fools and unbelievers with the love of God and by the word of God. Uh, we also talked about, um, the names of God Elohim, the creator in Genesis 1 1, it said that, you know, he created the heavens and the earth. And um, in um, uh, Deuteronomy 32 39, I want to say, he talked about him, um, who he was, and how he, he, what is it, he, 
kill and bring life. He wound and he also heal. Um, and nobody can take that from him, basically. And um, that's what I got. Um, <laughs> I learned that um, a disciple is a learner and a follower of Jesus Christ. Um, and um, how God exists is, um, and I know that God exists is because in Genesis one one it says God is is the creator of the heavens and the earth. Um, what else? Um, I also learned how to defend my faith. Um, you can defend your faith using meekness and fear according to the Word of God. Um, how to answer a fool. You do not answer a fool in its foolishness, or you too will be a fool. Um, the names of God. Elohim is the creator. You can find that in John 1, 3. No. Yeah. Yeah, John 1, 3. And um, Elohim. No. Yeah. Elohim. El Elyon is the most high God, and you can find that in Acts sixteen seventeen. Okay, so first we talked about um, who is a disciple, and a disciple is a learner and follower of jesus christ and to be a disciple you actually have to like go forth and like do instead of like what you learn you have to put it out put forth what you learn um and a true disciple like if you have like hate towards a person um or any like animosity anger whatever towards somebody then you're not really a true disciple um, and we talked about who is God. God is self-existent. Um, he is an all-knowing God. He is the creator. Um, there is no other God before him. Um, in Genesis 1-1, God created the heavens and the earth. Um, God is El Elyon, the most high God. Um, he is Elohim, the creator. Um, um, how do we know that God exists? Um, by getting to know God um, and building that relationship with God, um, you will know that he is real. Um and also, um, <clears throat> just even if you don't know, like, know, like, you know, um, everybody has the intuitive knowledge within them. Um, so even if you are a non-believer, you in some way, like, know that God is real. Um, 
um, defending your faith, um, you have to stand on what you believe um, and know that that is God. Um, Hebrews 11, 6 says that without faith, it is impossible to please him. Um, and I, I kind of get out of that. Like, if you go to God about something or for something, like, you have to go to him knowing that it's already there or it's already going to be done. Like, you have to just believe it. You can't go to him and then go back to, like, you know, worrying about it or thinking that it's not going to get done. You just have to have faith. Um, and... Names of God. Who he is, he is. Who was a disciple? Okay, I think I covered all. But um, I just want to say that, like, I know God is real. Like, I feel like I know that He's working on me. Um, cause if you know me, then I always used to say like, I don't know how to pray, or I don't know like. And I, like, I didn't pray, like, um, but my husband, like, he always prayed, like, he sit beside the bed at night, like, every night before we go to bed, and he just prayed, and he'd be like, you pray, and I'd be like, no, I ain't prayed, I don't know what, I don't know what to say, you know, I don't know what to say, but, like, he prays for us, like, every night, he do not miss a night, and in the morning, like, he prayed, and so I'd be like, dang, like, he praying, like, but it kind of, like, helped me to, like, start praying but even like coming to church and coming to Clem um like I'm learning and so I just like for the past two weeks like I have been like just praying um even like at random times um but it's just like my own way of praying like I just talk to him like I'm talking to somebody else um but I'm like like I'm praying like um so I'm like God I know that's you cause yeah um and then, like, on Sunday, around, like, 3 or 4 in the morning, um, like, I just sat up in the bed, like, just straight up in the bed. And, like, I heard the voice. It was, like, Psalms 91.1. And um, it was, like, I think it said, um, um, hold on. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High God um, should abide under the shadows of the Almighty, mm-hmm. like I heard it, like plain, and I'm like, I know that's you. Like, I never like saw that in the Bible. I never like, and like I just heard it, like somebody was just saying it to me right beside me, and so I just opened up my Bible and I just was like reading it, and like so every day, like I'm just going back and reading it, but I can still hear it like in my head, and I'm like, God, I know that's you, like. So, Amen. Uh, he just working on me, and like I know it's him. Um, even like, um, like I feel like I'm getting closer to him, but then it's like, I'm as I'm getting closer to him, it's bringing more like I don't know, like try like setbacks. Try, I don't know. I just feel like other people like coming against me, like enemies and stuff. Um, but 
like I even just been praying for my enemies and like it's people that like have some whatever they feel towards me or like just don't want to talk to me like I still walk by this one person and like I speak say good morning whatever how you doing even though they wouldn't say nothing back but like now they're starting to talk to me and stuff like you know um but I just pray pray for my enemies I don't know but I just know he working on me I don't know about y'all but amen (laughs) now what I want to do we're going to do one more, but it ain't going to be, it's going to be somebody that hadn't participated in the class, which is going to be Jeremy, to see what he has gotten out of, what he has heard. Come on up, son. And then we going back again. Every time I teach, the students in this class is going to present and it's going to come from the heart because it's going to have you such in a place you can't do nothing but proclaim. Yo, excuse my wardrobe. <laughs> what you learned from everything you heard tonight, what, what stuck out to you? I good stuff on the spot. Uh, well... I learned that everybody else learned tonight, you know, <laughs> and um, if she tell me something, I'll probably come. tell us about Elohim. Who is Elohim? Um, it's Did, God, right? It's God, but who is He? Um, the Almighty, the um, the Creator. The Creator, Amen. Is that what you got? At? What do you know about the Creator? Well, like that, say he created everything. I mean, you know, out of nothing. Out of nothing. Out of nothing. Amen. Got a little something. You got something. All right, Michonne. Come on up. Come on, Michonne. I'm not going to force you, Michonne. I saw you back there working your head. I saw you. Okay, Mr. Richard. He said, I knew she was going to call me up here tonight. You want to share with us. We're all in this together. We're helpers of one another. God don't see your clothes. He see your heart. Well, thank you, Lord. God is the creator of all things and all things in me. God created me and he created everything around me, even when there was nothing. Even when there's nothing for me in a present place, my faith in him gives me everything that I believe that he would create for me. Amen. He is my Lord. He is the Lord with the capital L and the capital O. He's the he's the he's the Lord. He's my my leader, my 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 covering, my carrier. He's my ground that I walk on. He's the one that that I 
depend on. He's the one that leads me when I'm asleep and wake up and hear the word. He is He is my Lord. Amen. Um, when I'm sick, He is who I call. He's my healer. And He heals. I have faith. I believe. I know that He heals. Um, he, is, he is everything. And without Him, I am nothing. And I believe that. And with his word that we study and that we, we obtain from our leader, it, it allows us to grow and it feeds us. And it allows us to dwell in him, in him and us. And so I must say that today... That word that has been taught to us over and over and over again very well, it is in us and it comes out of us and will come out of us when we desire to call upon him anytime. And he's there for us. And so I've learned, I've learned that that God is someone, and I already knew God was someone, but I've learned that don't get lackadaisical in who he is and what he can do. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you, 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 you get God, you, you get him, you get him within you and you believe in him and you just, it's about like, it's about like this mic sitting on the table. It's like, oh, God, I this. But what about that essence of God? Mm-hmm. God, thank you. Mm-hmm. God, thank you. Oh, Lord, help me. Heal me. I have the faith to believe, God. It's about that rich man who, has a, who had a son that, that he wanted God to heal. He didn't have to go in to heal him. He healed him. And we have to have that faith to know that he is the one that creates us. He's the one that leads us. He's the one that heals us. He's the one that provides for us. He's the one that does all for us. But we have to have that faith to know it and don't doubt it. And, and, and that's what she's teaching us is all these essence of God, we can't doubt at all. We can't let no one fill our brains and say, hey, what you praying for that for? Why, why you say God will do this? I don't believe. When we have to also understand that those that don't know him won't understand him and won't know him in any way or form until they repent and give their life to Christ. So we just have to stay focused on the word and allow the word to continue to work in us and get life from him. Amen. I'm going to leave it alone. Now, I said, thank you. Sis Niece, come on up right quick. I'm hearing you over there, so come on up. Yes, ma'am. We'll close it out with you. You were ready, wasn't you? What I learned in Clem, I learned that we, when you come to know Christ, you be, when, I'm getting nervous. Forgive me, God. 
when you come to be a child of God, you are a disciple of God. And a disciple is a person who go out and teach the word of God. He go out and disciple other disciples and he tell them about the good news. And when you are unction, you can share your testimony with a person as the Holy Spirit unctions you. You can tell them what God have did for you. And God, he is who he say he is. He is the great I am. He is I am. And that's the way I'm learning to see God. And then we learned about who is God. God, he's non-existent. There's no other God before him, no one but God. Then if someone would ask me that, I would tell them that God is God. He took the dust from from the earth and created Adam. And then out of Adam, he put him to sleep and pulled his rib out and created one man. And her name was Eve. Then we talked about that God, how do we know God exists? It's because we're here. I know I exist because God made me, he formed me when I was in my mother's womb. He already already had a plan and purpose for me. And it was up to me to carry out that plan and purpose that he had for me. And, but... When I was born, we all have the intuitive that who God is, that God does exist, and we do know right from wrong. Then we talked about that he is Elohim. He is the creator. Then we talked about he is El Elyon. He is the most high God. There's nobody higher than him. We can't put no other God before him. Then we talked about defending your faith. And that really stuck out with me because sometimes I get caught up in foolishness talking to other people. And when she talked about that, when God used her to teach us that, I said, daggone, I'm up here. I need to be defending what I know, which is the word of God and not be entwined in, in that foolish talk. And how I messed up when I do be trying to defend my faith is that I get excited and then I get loud and then, but no, 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 nobody's going to receive that. You need to defend your faith in meekness and not in fear. Be strong, be powerful, and stick with the word of God. That's what I learned. Tiffany want to come, y'all. Be patient. Tiffany don't want to wait either. She said, I'm getting it over. Thank you. Um, so my thing has been Numbers twenty three nineteen. God is not man that he shall lie, nor is he the son of man that he shall repent. Have he not said it and do it? Have he not spoken it and make it good? And I thank the Lord for that. I do. So um, we talked about discipleship. Uh, I learned that, you know, you got to be more than It's more than Romans 10 and 9, you know, saying that I believe and I'm confessing that God rose Jesus from the dead. You got to be a follower of Christ. You got to be first a hearer of Christ. You got to be a follower of Christ. You got to study and meditate his word. Um, And it's important for us to be followers of Christ so that we can defend our faith. Um, So discipleship. We also talked about who is God. Um, We know that God is self-existing. There's nothing um before god uh, genesis 1 and 1 said that his spirit was hovering over 
um, the waters and he was already here before anything and everything was created. Also, um, I'm, why are my nerves all of a sudden? Um, so, yes, so God is self-existing. We also talked about um, discipleship, who is God. We all have personal testimonies telling oh, well, how God exists. Um, and like I said, Numbers 23 and 19 was my thing. God has just been showing up for me in ways that I didn't, couldn't imagine. And so no matter what things look like, I fall back to that scripture. I'm like, God, you know, you already said it. You know, you sent people messages to me saying that this was going to happen. Or don't worry, just focus on your word and the task that you have for me. And you'll take care of everything else. So that's how I personally know that he exists. And I thank God for it. Um, we also learn about defending our faith. We need to contend um, and defend our faith because oftentimes we're going to run into people who don't believe and then they're going to try to make you feel like you don't believe but that's why it's important to read and study the word and whenever we do defend our faith do it do so in meekness and humbleness um be a strategic teacher sometimes it's okay to um sometimes we should not answer the fool because then you look like a fool and that's in proverbs uh, 26 4 and 5 and then other times um some, don't answer them sometimes, because like I said, it makes you look like a fool. Other times, we do answer so that we can teach them what we know about Christ. And it's not about just um, winning them over or convincing them. You plant the seed and move on and let God do the rest. So you don't have to fuss and fight, you know, to get the word of God out. Because his word is powerful enough to set the people free and to turn them to him. Um, We also talked about um, the names of God, Um, Elohim, God is the creator, and El Elyon, there's nobody higher than God. Um, So I'm just grateful for the word and everything that I've been learning here in Clem, and I'm excited to see what's more to come. All right, we give God glory for everybody who has come up, and remember next time, each class. You'll be coming up after I'm teaching to see where you are and what you are learning. And I want to say this, too, to let y'all know. I believe, Tisha, we're off now, right? We can, we can turn it off now. Thanks for watching Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries, where miracles happen. You can join us each week on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern for church service and on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern for Bible study. For upcoming events, teachings, and ways to contact us and more, you can visit us on the web at www.mtdm.org. You can also give a donation by clicking the Donation tab. God bless you, and we will see you next week.